0: Super Soul Sunday, amen. We just kind of changed it a little bit and hopefully the NFL don't come after me, amen. But but we've been doing it for years, so nobody's come after me, amen. On our on our posts and our promos and everything else. But Super Soul Sunday, amen. As as it was mentioned later on this afternoon, will be the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. I don't like either one of them. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll be rooting for the 49ers, amen, because I hate KC a little bit more, amen. They're in our division, so I cannot root for KC, amen, hallelujah, but both teams, amen, have worked their way through the ups and downs of the season and showed up to play to, in the playoffs to make it to, the, to Las Vegas to play in the Super Bowl. KC, who really didn't play to their level of, uh, of their of their game during the season, amen, but stepped up and had victories over Buffalo, over uh, Baltimore to make it to their fourth Super Bowl in five years. You see why I hate them, amen. <laughs> The 49ers, if you you know, I'm just giving you a little bit of football history right now uh, of the playoffs. The 49ers were down 24-7, to thinking that that the the Lions, for the first time in history, were going to make it to the Super Bowl. And then came back and won 34-31 to win the NFC Championship. And what brought these two teams together was getting back to the game plan. The game plan that brought change. And the game plan brought results for victory. Who wants change in this place? Wave your hand if you want some change. Amen. You need some change. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You, we, if we want change in this place, then you're going to need a game plan. Can somebody say amen? And so the title of my message is simply that, the game plan. The game plan. Amen. And part of that plan that you, say me, What you got to do is apply the word of God. You got to apply what you know. You got to apply what you've learned. If change is going to happen and if victory is going to come your way. I mean, there's victory in Jesus. There's victory in his word. Amen. And so we need some of his word inside of us. So you need what you need today is a game plan. If you don't have a game plan, nothing changes. Everything remains the same or it gets worse hallelujah come on somebody if you want to lose weight you got to have a game plan right you got to have a strategy come on a strategy is a plan or a method amen we need a technique we need a recipe we need a system installed inside of us if we are going to have success in the kingdom of God can somebody say amen if you want to bounce back from your setbacks, if you want to stop walking around in circles, amen. If you want something new and fresh, amen. If you want vision, if you want more in 24, if you want a, a winning season, amen. You, somebody say, I, we need a game plan. We need to know what to do, where to go, what to, what routes to run, amen. What to receive, what not to receive. Come on, how many know there's things that come your way that you're not supposed to catch? Come on, there's, there's, there's things that we gotta understand that they're not for you. We gotta see what God has for you. Can somebody say, God has for me? A game plan is required, uh, requires something from you. It requires action. On your part, amen. It requires that, you know what, what I'm going to say, uh, 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 you know, I'm, you may not like it right now, you know, but it's going to require work. <laughs> I know some people don't like to work. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. It's going to require work. It's going to require that C word that we don't like to hear. Commitment. Mm, come on, somebody. Faithfulness. Loyalty. Drive. If you want change to come. Listen. Nothing changes until you do. Let me say that again. Nothing changes until you do. You cannot blame me. You cannot blame the church. You cannot blame your spouse. You can't blame anything. Amen. You have to change you. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on. We we like to blame everybody else. Amen. And, and everyone's favor is the pastor. It's the pastor's fault. No, no. You got to change you. Amen. Nothing changes until you do. And when you feel like quitting, listen, you got to think about why you started. When you feel like quitting, you got to think, why did you start? And it gets you back to where you need to be. And it takes you back to the game plan. Can somebody say amen? There's a quote from Walt Disney that said this. The way you get started is to quit talking and begin doing. We got a lot of talkers in the place, (laughs) not a lot of doers. Come on. I I love uh, this quote from him. The way you get started is to quit talking and begin doing. If you make the right choices, God will bring the right changes in your life. Come on, somebody. You need, somebody say, I need. I need a game plan. Come on. We need a game plan. The definition of game game uh, game plan is this: a careful, thought-out strategy, course of actions, as in politics, business, or in one person's affairs. A strategy for reaching the goal. Both teams, amen, are playing in the Super Bowl, amen. They are going into this game with a strategy. Come on, a system, a a recipe for them to reach the goal, amen, which is to win the Vince Lombardi trophy, amen. And they want to stick to the game plan. They got to go back to the game plan. When things are falling apart, it's not that they lose it. They got to go back to the game plan. The practice, everything that they were getting together in that strategy for the game. Amen. There are different game plans in order to reach certain goals. Amen. But I want to talk about a common route that we all struggle with that are connected to those game plans. Come on, the comebacks, amen, that brought success to the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers in the season and in the playoff, playoffs, amen, is that they went back to their game plan and been consistent to those game plans. See, the definition of consistency is this, marked by agreement, slowly steady conformity to character or belief. We must, say I must, we must make an alignment with the Lord, amen, by aligning our character, coming to agreement with him, and, and aligning our character back to our beliefs, amen, by being consistent in all areas of our walk. When we fall short, when, when we blow it, when, our, when struggle starts to take place in our lives, it's because we stop being consistent in our walk and in our beliefs. We stop praying. We stop reading, we start giving, and you're wondering why everything is falling apart in your life is that you're not being consistent in those things. Come on, we want success, we got to be consistent. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Come on, Patrick Mahone, amen. He went back to his consistency uh, that got him back to the Super Bowl, man. Brock Purdy, amen. I love that name. It's a cool name, right? Brock and he's Purdy, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, got consistent. Uh, come on in his decisions, amen. I like the underdog. If you don't know Brock Purdy's uh, story, you got to understand he's Mister Irrelevant. How many know who what, what Mister Irrelevant means in in football? There's always a Mr. Irrelevant at the end of every season. For the when, the when they start doing the draft, Mr. Irrelevant is the last guy picked, the very last guy picked in the NFL draft. Brock Purdy was one of those guys. And these guys normally don't make the team. They just get picked because they got to pick somebody. So, oh, give me, give me Brock. You ever got in those games, amen, where in, 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 the school, amen, and you go, let's sign up, let's play some street football. And you get in there and you go, okay, you're the, you're, you're, you're the, you're the, you're one of the coaches, you're one of the coaches, and you're standing there, amen. And don't you hate to be the last one picked? <laughs> I can't, I get this brother, I get that brother. You're like, hey, man, how about me? You're practicing, you're doing push-ups, amen, or whatever it is to get some attention, amen. And, and 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 then you're the last one, okay, we'll take you. And they only take you because you're the last choice. This is how Brock Purdy was, amen. But yet he came back last season, amen, came back off the bench as a third-string quarterback and now starting in the Super Bowl his second year. Come on, he has more wins at Patrick Mahomes, more wins than Tom Brady in the first two years in playoff history. So I kind of am rooting for this guy here. But he got back to his consistency and decision making on handling the ball and leading his team back to the NFC Championship game and winning it and taking them to the Super Bowl. Both of these quarterbacks, through consistency, put both teams where they are today, playing later on this afternoon. And that game plan, church, is consistency. Consistency. I want to look at that this morning. Amen. People today are inconsistent. Come on, somebody say amen. They're inconsistent <laughs> in the things that they they say they're going to do and inconsistent to their vows to God. Come on, somebody. You ever made a promise to God? How's that going? Come on. Come on. Have we been consistent in that? Come on. All of us. Somebody say me. We've all blown it. Come on. We made a vow to God and we blow it. Come on. We, we got good hearts. We want to do the right things, but we are inconsistent because we go through our struggles of up and downs. Come on. Somebody say amen. Come on. Now, come on. It's because we've all fallen short in this area. Come on. We tell the Lord we're going to do something and then we don't follow through. Come on. All of us have told them, Amen. This is God, I want to get in. I'm all in, amen. We come to the altar on a Sunday. You come to the altar, maybe during a conference, and and all of a sudden there's God speaks to you and and He's telling you in your heart, God, I got it, Amen. I'm I'm in. You can count on me. I'll show up. I'm all in, Amen. And we say, I'm gonna get up early in the morning and pray. And we don't. Come on, we're gonna do, we say we're gonna do the three day fast. And you did it. Come on, somebody. Come on, I I believe that there must be consistency in our lives in order for success to come. Can somebody say amen? amen? Come on, we cannot be on one moment and off the next, amen. We cannot be hot and then cold, amen. We cannot be in and say, I'm out. If we want to be successful, you need to stick to the game plan, amen. And consistency is part of the game plan. There are things that we need to do. We can't just say, I must stand in faith. Then stand in it. Amen. And be consistent in it. Come on. We got to do our part. Somebody say, I got to do my part. Come on. There must be action on your side. And that action is consistency. James chapter two, verse 17 says this. In the same way, faith by itself, if it's not accompanied by action is dead. The Message Bible puts it like this. Isn't it obvious that God talk without God action is an outrageous nonsense? The New Living Translation puts it like this. You see, faith by itself is not enough. We can't just say it. We got to do it. Come on. We just got to do it. Come on. If you're not going to do it, don't say it. You got to You got to be serious in this. You know, we want to be successful. We want God to move in our lives, right? Come on. We want the blessings of God. We want our, our homes to be blessed. We want our children saved. We want all these things in our lives. And we say we do, but then we don't accompany it with action. We, we, we don't we don't start to do our part because God's willing to do his part. God's all in. God is all. I can tell God is all in. He says, you know what? I'm there. I've always been in. It's us doing our part in order for success to come. What James is saying to you and I here that we cannot earn our salvation by just coming to church. We can't just come and say, "I, I got faith. Come on, it has to be accompanied by action. Our actions show our commitment to God is the real deal. When you start doing what you need to do, then you say, man, I am committed. I'm all in. I'm showing up. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to give. I'm going to show up. I'm going to fast. I'm going to do whatever is required for me to do to see what God would do on his side. A quote from someone says this, it isn't what we say or think that defined us, but what we do. What we do, there must be consistency. Listen, guys, in our walk, we have to be consistent in our conduct, consistent in our character, consistent with the people around us. Amen. At our home, with our spouses, with our children, the workplace, the church. Amen. It has to be part of our everyday life. All day. Somebody say all day. Every day, all day, every day. Come on, I, I hope, I hope that when this is over today, when we get out of this service today, that you take off your Christianity. I hope you don't take off your Christianity. I, I hope you, you you don't you don't start you start being inconsistent again. Come on, I, I hope that you say, no, when, when you go out of here and God spoke to you, God, I got that word, I received that word, I'm going to take that word, amen. I, I, I'm taking it with me, God. I, come on, devil, get out of my way. Come on, I'm going to move, make moves. I'm going to do what I have to do, amen, in order to score, in order to reach the goal. I hope that you, you don't just take the word and say, I got it, pastor, and then you drop it. Or you leave it in your car till you come back next time. Come on, some of you guys left your consistency in the car today. Amen. Come on, we we gotta be consistent all the way. Amen. We always gotta be carrying the word of God. We always gotta be carrying what He gave us, church, and using it. And this, yes, there's times of celebration. Come on, there's times of rejoicing. But it's not here in this world. Amen. It's passing through this world, and when we make it to heaven, then we can slam the ball. Amen, and say touchdown. I made it. Hallelujah. And practice your dance practicing their hallelujah dance when you get in? Oh, Woo, I'm, I'm practicing mine. I'm going to show you. You've got to be there to see it. Come on. You've got you to gotta take what God has given you. And you've got to protect that with all your heart and soul. Keep it close to your heart. No, devil, you ain't going to snatch this away from me. Because the enemy will come. And the enemy comes and he tries to, to remove those things that God has given you. And, and you, got, you can't be showing off. Come on, the devil's, the, the devil's no, no little pushover guy, amen? Come on. You can't be going, woo, showboating, boom. He's going to knock the ball out of your hands. Fumble! Hit her! <laughs> amen? Come on, if it falls... Jump back on it. Don't stop. See, the problem with a lot of us, amen, we fumble what we're supposed to do. We start to be inconsistent, amen, in the actions instead of the repenting and say, God, I got to get the ball and go after it, amen, and protect the word of God, amen. We're not doing that and the devil just laughs. Protect what God has given you, church. Come on, somebody say amen. Amen. We got to be consistent in it. It's an attitude that says, you know what? I'm going to be consistent by applying the word of God. Tell your neighbor, you got to get some Jesus in you. You got to get some Jesus. G- Jesus, Come on. He is the word. How many know that? He is the word. Amen. The beginning was the word. Amen. He is the word. Church, uh, come on. Uh, even when you don't feel like it, even if you don't like it, even if you don't want to stay consistent. Uh, look at someone say, stay consistent. What is that? (laughs) I heard that on this side, amen. (laughs) It's all right, just spit it out. As long as you say it, it's all right. See, if there is inconsistency in our walk, church, there'll be inconsistency in our faith, which will result in inconsistencies in our actions. Come on, church. We must stick to the game plan by being consistent. If there's inconsistency in our faith, church, we're going to struggle in our walk. Come on, we won't be successful in the things that we do for God. Come on, we must stick to the game plan if you want more in 24. We must continue to be consistent in all things and in all areas. Come on, even when things are not going well, church, come on, we cannot stop. Come on, even if you're having a bad day. Anybody had a bad day here before? Come on, even if we're having a bad day, then pack a lunch and keep going. Come on, don't stop. Don't give in. Keep going forward. Jesus even said, in this world, you're going to have some trouble. You're going to have some problems. He doesn't tell you to quit. He says, I've overcome the world. And if he overcomes the world and Jesus is living inside of us, the word is living inside of us, church, then we can keep on going forward. Tell your neighbor, keep going. Stick to the game plan by being consistent in it and keep going forward. Church, we're all going to fall short. Let me tell you, church, all of us, all of us have dropped God's word at one time or another in our walk. Even myself, I've dropped the word of God. I, I, I dropped those and let circumstances and situations overwhelm me instead of trusting God with the word of God. I allow the devil to snatch what God gave me. Hello? I let him, he's, it doesn't belong to him. He cannot take it. He can try to knock it out of your hands, but it's up to you to pick it up and keep going church let me tell you when you fumble when you lack faith or you or you fall short get back on that ball cover up that ball and keep going forward can somebody say amen come on we're all going to fall short we're all going to fail at times church doesn't matter how long you've been saved we're going to fall but we have to be consistent in the things that we do for God Come on, somebody. You see, I can accept failure, but I cannot accept no one trying. Well, did you try? No. Man, I can accept you trying it and something happened, fall short. God is a consistent God. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Therefore, Jesus is a consistent God because Jesus is God. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 8 says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and what? And for forever. Come on. That's consistency. God does not change how he was back then. He's still the same today and he'll be that forever. Church. That's the God that we serve. Amen. Come on. Now. He is a consistent God. And we are to strive to be just like Jesus. We must always keep our eyes on Christ. The Hebrew the, the writer of Hebrews chapter 13 is saying that although people change. Come on. Somebody say amen. amen. Jesus never does. Christ has been and will be the same forever. In, an in, in a changing world, we can trust in our unchanging God. What God has done in the past, what he said in the past, his promises of the past, his word is the same today and it'll be the same tomorrow and in forever, church, because he does not change. He is a consistent God and he is a man of his word. The Bible says that we are to be like Christ. Come on, meaning that we have to have the same character of Christ, which means that we must be consistent in our talk that will match our walk. Come on, somebody. If we want more than 24, then consistency has to be part of the game plan. Come on. Here we are in a new year. Come on, how many made declarations in the beginning of the year? right How are they holding up are you sticking to it or did you blow it come on we, we got to be serious church every year is a new year where we we start to say man what we take inventory within our lives and say God what did I apply to my life What am i not doing uh, why am i why did i go through that season and we got to look back we got to take inventory and God's always been there for us so we got to go back to him and say god i need to do more of this and more of that i need to protect your word more i need not let the, the flesh rise up amen come on yeah I got to read the word of God where God's word says you know what I got to die daily to myself amen i can't let this flesh rise up i can't let it do what it wants to do amen i need to crucify i need to crucify the die but you got to know the word of God in order to apply it. Come on, I don't want to, who wants to go through a seasons of up and downs of 24? No? Somebody say no. (laughs) Come on. But if we don't make changes, guess what? That's going to be your year again. You got to apply the changes by applying the word of God, church. And like I said, you apply his word, he'll bring the changes in your life. He'll start to do, amen, because his word is true. How many believe his word? It's true. Amen. What he says he'll do, he'll do. If he says, do, do this, this comes. We reap the benefits of his word, church, but we got to have some action. There has to be a company with action. You can't just say faith. You can't just stand on faith. You got to do faith, stand in faith, and then do what you say you're going to do. And then just go forward. And then when the storm comes and everything starts to shake inside your life, and there's going to be some shaking in 24, church. Come on. Now. You're going to go through a season, amen, of storms and battles, but God is in the midst of the storm. He's in the midst of the battle, church. You've got to just trust him more. For some of us, you're going to encounter God as you trust him more. You want to show how big God is in that encounter with God, then trust him more and step out in faith. When he says, step out of your boat, son, step out of the boat, daughter, then step out and trust God. And when you do, you're going to encounter the living God. Amen. And he's going to change your life. With consistency comes character. With character comes maturity. And with maturity comes growth. 1 Corinthians, I mean, yeah, 1 Corinthians 13:11 says this. When I was a child, I spoke, I thought, I reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Church, it's time to grow up, not old. Thank you, sis, for getting it. She caught it. So you got like, what? It's time to grow up, not old. All of us are gonna get old. That's automatic. Not everyone grows up, though. It's time to grow up, church. Old is coming. We feel old. I feel old. I'm getting old now, like, oh, I'm old. Oh, something happens, amen. You know, I can't do like I do before, what I did before. I can't jump like I jump before. There's certain things in my mind. I st- think I'm still young. But my body says, hey, you're not that young. <laughs> but spiritually, I'm still growing. I want to grow up like Jesus. So spiritually, we we cannot stop growing, church. We've got to grow uh, spiritually, amen. It's time to grow up, amen. It's time to put our childish things away, church. Come on, tell your neighbor, it's time. Come on, it's time to man up, brother. It's time to woman up, sister. (laughs) Come on, for some of us, amen, we have been saved too long, church. Too long if we're not growing up spiritually, amen. Come on, saying, come on, too long if there's no victory in your life, amen. Church, we have no excuse, amen. For some here, you've just been inconsistent. Thank God you're still here. Thank God you're still holding on, but man, it's a struggle just to hold on. Don't you want to walk in some victory? Uh, Don't you want to walk with your head up? Uh, Don't you want to walk like, man, I'm saved and I know it, amen? Don't you want to walk and say, man, devil, you are under my feet, hallelujah. Don't you want to just stand up and say, devil, take a hike? Not today, devil. Come on, we need some consistency. We need to, it's time to grow up. Can somebody say amen? Amen. We got to go back to the game plan. Patrick Mahomes and Brock Purdy had to go back to their game plan of consistency of who they are, and it brought them success. You know, Mahomes, amen, he has, he, he, man, he, he can run, he can scramble, he can throw a ball behind, throw it this way, and it, and it gets to the receiver. And he had to go back to being who he was. Brock Purdy, man, this guy just comes in and he's just a little runt guy, man. But he, he makes his moves and, and, he, and he goes back to being who he is. We are to be a people. We're going to be a people that goes forward, church. Then we got to go forward. Come on, we're not a people that go backwards. Or stand doing nothing. We don't go under, we go over church. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't sit, we stand, church. We don't give up. Come on, we fight. Come on, somebody say, I fight. fight. We got to fight, church. But in the fight, you're gonna get hit. You're gonna get hit, amen. You're gonna have some bruises, you're gonna have a black eye, amen. You're gonna go through some seasons, amen, that you feel a little sore, amen. But you gotta keep on going. Come on, you, you gotta keep fighting and keep fighting until you hear the bell rings, amen. Come on. Uh, there's times of rest in between that battle and that storm that you and I are in, amen. But you gotta keep giving it your best, amen. And keep swinging, amen. And not give up and understand that you, sometimes God's just gonna breathe some strength inside of you that, man, the next time you throw a blow, amen, it's gonna bring victory. Come on, just like Shama, amen. Shama, you remember Shama? David's elite three, come on, he battled the whole Philistine army by himself while his other brothers just bailed on him, amen. And he he had the, the sword, and, his, and the Bible says it was like glued into his hand. He was just kept swinging, and he was taking down Philistine after Philistine. He says, today, and even spoke it, today the Lord will bring me victory. Come on, in the midst of your trial and your storm, you got to say, today, I'm not going down. I'm going over Amen. I'm not sitting down. I'm standing up, amen. I'm not giving up. I'm going to fight, amen. I'm going to keep fighting, amen. And all of a sudden, man, boom, victory comes. You can stand over your enemy and say, ha. Ha. It feels good to do that, church. I'm telling you. Go through a battle, and when you start to feel good, just yell out, ah, yeah. Come on. I'm telling you. The enemy's said, Ha! Nope. <laughs> Come on. He's done that to you. He's done that to you. It's time to just stand up and do it back to him. I'm not that chump that you found me five years ago. I'm not that same man that you found me ten years ago. I stand in victory. Amen. I stand, I stand with my God. He's undefeated. I stand, amen, on his word. Amen. There's no way, no way. You may have got me in the past, but not today, devil. Not today. I know who I serve and I know what God, God can do in me and through me. Keep swinging. Tell your neighbor, keep swinging. Come on. Let's just keep going forward, church. These two quarterbacks fought their way back to bring victory to their teams. For some of us, you'll go nowhere. God wants to take you if you stop. For some of us, you need to stop reliving the past. Some of you guys are trash diggers. You're going back to that trash that God threw away and all of a sudden we're going back to those things, amen, and and we're picking them up again. Come on. God took that away from you. God delivered you from that. And yet we go back trash digging our past, amen, putting on that old, putting on those things And God says, I delivered you from that, amen. It's time to go. Stop going back and start going forward, church. Stop trash digging your past. It's gone. Somebody say it's gone. Come on, on, God has healed you from that. Stop doing the old. Church, come on. We've been saved too long, amen, to be living the way we live, talking the way we talk, acting the way we act, church. It's time to grow up, and it's time to move forward. We grow up by letting go of that old. Come on, somebody. Paul said in Philippians 3, 13 to 14, brothers and sisters, I I don't consider myself yet taking a hold of it. Come on, he's here saying, he's pleading. He's saying, man, I don't got it all together. I fall short. I've fumbled that ball times in my life. But one thing I do. One thing I do, forgetting what's behind, straining towards what's ahead, I press on towards the goal. Come on, somebody. Come on, there's a prize waiting for us that's better than the Vince Lombardi trophy, amen. Come on, there's a trophy waiting for you, and it's on the other side of the finish line, church. But you can't get it if you're going backwards. you got to keep going forward to get your prize. One thing I do. Forgetting what's behind and straining towards what's ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heaven worth in Christ Jesus. Listen, church. We've all done things in our past that we're ashamed of. I know I have. And the shame of what we become because of that past. But our hope is in Christ. And we can let go of our past guilt and look forward to what God will help us to become. Church, there's so much in front of you than behind you. Come on, don't dwell on your past, church. Instead, grow in the knowledge of Christ by being consistent and concentrating on your relationship with him. He is the number one relationship that you need to build on first. You can't go fix your marriage. You cannot fix your spouse. You can't fix your kids unless this is right first. You've got to have a great relationship with Jesus. And if you have a great relationship this way, guess what? He can fix this way. Then you can be that husband. Now you can can fix the relational parts between each other. Husbands and wives and moms and dads and daughters and, and moms and all this other stuff, all the relationships that surround it. But if this is not right, you cannot do this, church. You can't. You've got to focus on the relationship with Christ and be consistent in it. Come on, don't dwell on your past. Grow in that knowledge. And you've got to realize that you, say I, I. you are forgiven. We're forgiven, church. Man, all the stuff, man, that I did is gone. Yeah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Come on, it can be on your record, but it's gone. (laughs) And eventually it falls off your record. It's gone, church. You're forgiven. It gives us a new start. It gives us a new beginning. Amen. The slate is clean. Come on. You've got to realize that you're forgiven. The thing is, the devil reminds you that you're not. And then we put the shame back. Or we go back trash digging again. Come on, know that you're forgiven and the things that take place now are because you messed up right now and you now you know what you need to do. God, forgive me. Get on your knees right there. God, uh, forgive me. Uh, I fell short, God. Uh, I don't want to be that man no more. I don't want to be that person no more, God. Uh, Forgive me once again. And then he comes, guess what? And he forgives you. It's called grace, church. Wonderful, amazing Grace. I can't figure it out, but it, it works. And I know that he, he forgives me. Now, if I get up and I say, okay, got that done. Let's go see what we can do now. Now you're messing with that grace. The grace is not to cover up your mistakes. The grace is to show you when you make your mistakes. Come on, we don't do that as a cover up. We do as a repentance. and God, I, I repent from my ways. See, the church lacks repentance today. They think they can just come to the altar and then you're all good. No, you got to be, you got to, you got to, there has to be remorse in you. God, I, I, I am so sorry. That's what made David such a great man, a, a man after God's own heart because he knew how to repent. He killed a man, he repented. Come on, he, he, he committed adultery, he repented. And God turned his life around and used him. And out of that line came our great Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Come on, we got to learn to repent because you don't know what's coming out of your line. Come on, it's going to reach somebody down the line, church. Your generation, you're part of your generation. It's going to reach your grandchildren, your children, your children's children down the line, church. On what you do today, know that you're forgiven. The old is gone. Come on. Uh, you're no longer going to hell. Amen. Heaven waits for us. Hallelujah. Come on. Uh, come on. Come on. We were destined for hell, church, and now heaven is waiting for us. Move to a life of faith and obedience. Look forward to a fuller and meaningful life. Amen. Because our hope, say, my hope is in Christ. But in order to press forward, church, you got to take off that old. I'll tell your neighbor, take it off. Tell your other neighbor, don't look good on you. They don't. I know putting sometimes in new it kind of feels awkward, right? You come on, you're used to the, the old threads, the old ways, amen, and we're comfortable that way, and we put something new, and it's different. It's different to say, oh, I forgive you, instead of I forget you. <laughs> It's different to, to to put on the new. It's different to put on the uh, the the politeness. It's different to put on, Amen, the love, a true love in God, Amen, the agape love of God. As my daughter was saying, Amen, it's it's, it's different to walk in that instead of you know what I I love you because you're God's creation. It's different to live that way. We've got to take off that old church. We've got to take off the inconsistencies in our lives. Put on Christ. Move ahead and strive for character. Strive for holiness. And we must do it in a consistent fashion, church. God says, be holy for what? I am holy. Holiness is lacking in the church today. Everybody's just being what they be, as long as they're good and everything, but you gotta put on holiness. Come on. Holiness, holiness. Holy means to be set apart. Come on, that we shouldn't be thinking the way we used to. We shouldn't be doing what we used to. We need to strive for holiness. Listen, holiness will help you to repent when you fall short. God, I I, I gotta be holy because you're holy. I can't think the way I want to think. I can't say what I want to say. I gotta, I gotta be in holiness. Come on, it they lacks in the church. And we, if we are his saints and we gotta represent we gotta, that has to be a reflection of our character's holiness. Can somebody say amen? amen. Second Corinthians 6, 17 says, Therefore, come out from among unbelievers and separate yourself from the from them, says the Lord. See, the definition of, of strive is to devote serious effort or energy to finish what you started. Church, we are good starters, but not good finishers. Come on, somebody. Come on. But it doesn't matter how you start. It's how you finish. Come on. If you mess up, get back up and keep going forward. Come on. If you said something that you're not supposed to say ask for forgiveness, move forward. Come on, let's get things right, church. Let's strive to finish strong in 24. When we were a child, amen, when we were young in the Lord, we did immature things. We didn't say the right things. Amen. We didn't do the right things. Amen. Our our actions were not right when we first young in the Lord. But some of us here are not young in the Lord anymore. Come on, somebody. Come on. We're not young as individuals. Amen. We must put our childish things aside. That means you got to put your selfish thinking aside. Come on, somebody, and take on the roles, uh, our roles that we need to be in and be consistent in that and help those that are young in the Lord to keep going forward. Come on, we need to be strong for the ones that are coming in to help them in their struggles, to help them to be consistent. Amen. Come on, if we've been here for years uh, and they come in uh, and we tell them to do something, yet we're not doing it. It's inconsistency, church. People will not stay with that. People will say when there's people of consistent in their life here. When they're still going forward, even when things are falling apart. Not giving in. Not, not, not going back to the old. Not trash digging. Not, but going forward. Can somebody say amen? Our lives have to speak louder than our lips. Come on. Our character is important. You don't need to tell me you're all this. Your life will show it. Come on i all see by action. If you're a man of God, if you're a praying man or a praying woman, I'll see it by the actions. I'll see by the benefits of God's blessings over your life. You don't need to tell me who you are. God will show me who you are. Yeah. Just put on that character and just keep on going and be truthful. And there's guys here that say, you know what? I fall short. I appreciate that. At least they're putting the honesty, you know, I'm working at it. I'm trying to get better, amen. Instead of some, somebody saying that you're doing it and you're not doing it. We got to be consistent, church. We were born with an ability, listen, to change someone's life. We can't waste that. We need to go back and preaching the gospel and sharing God and sharing. And like I said last week, amen, about hell, amen. Uh, there's a place called hell that God saved me from. And God wants to save you from there. Come on. I started just talking about hell at my, at my job, amen. And, and they're like, hey, that's an interesting topic. And they started talking. And, and then, you know, they, they think one person thought this was hell here on earth because we're going through the. The suffering here on earth, this is hell. No, no, no. There's a place called hell. And for those that don't accept Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, that's where they're going. It's a place that God prepared for the devil. That's why hell was created, for the devil, church. But now it's created for him and whoever doesn't want to do what God, that that accepts God, that, that, that does not accept them as Lord and Savior. There's a place called hell that they're destined for, church. And we're going there unless we have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Come on, don't lose sight of your dreams. How many have dreams and visions? man. You've got to have vision for your home. You've got to have vision for your life. You have to have dreams for your kids. This is something that, that, that's needed in our lives, church. Don't lose sight of the desires and your goals. If you stay consistent in God, let me tell you, you'll never lose sight sight come on somebody I'm about to close today because food is calling on me hallelujah no I'll wrap this up today I was flying to go preach somewhere Um, I don't like driving so if it's somewhere far I'll I'll take a flight to there and go minister and uh, I, I like it when stewardess and pilots are funny you know, especially you have a funny stewardess when they're explaining the, the rules on the plane and stuff like that, and they're a little bit funny, they get your attention. And I like when a, a pilot will come on and crack a joke about where we're at in the flight or something like that. It just, it just makes it more relaxing. Maybe people that are nervous of flying, they feel a little bit more relaxed when there's humor in it. But this pilot came on and he tells me, I, I, got, some, I got some good news and I got some bad news. <laughs> The, 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 the bad news is we're lost. <laughs> the good news is we're making good time. <laughs> Listen, don't get lost or lose sight of your dreams, your desires, your goals for the kingdom of God church. Like us, we can be doing some great things for the Lord, but we can be doing it out of routine As well. Come on. Don't lose sight. Stay consistent. Your dreams, your desires, your goals in the kingdom of God will be done out of love, and you will strive for success. When we do what we do because of love, it makes it a lot better, church, than saying, I gotta make it a church. I I gotta do this. I I gotta do that. I gotta serve today. No, you should love. I, I get to do something for the kingdom of God. I love what I do, church, and I go through seasons with the devil and trials and storms and things with you guys, and I'm trying to help everyone. We're trying, me and my wife, just trying to, trying to keep the boat afloat and all this, and it can be overwhelming and all this stuff, but man, the bottom line, the great thing, I love what I do. I love what I do. I love to see the changes in people's lives. Amen. And then when I tell the stories uh, to the unbeliever of a couple that walked in, I share your story. It brings them hope. There's people that would just start crying because I'm sharing your story. I share my story. I share you guys. Amen. When you came in, oh, this guy came in. And, and now, man, he's the most humblest guy. God, oh, this, this marriage was falling apart, man. And they came in last resort and God put it back together. And man, they're just crying. I, I told something about one of you guys here recently or just this past Saturday. And the guy hugs me. He just hugs me. I'm like, okay. He goes, man, you're good, dude. <laughs> and he walked away. Okay, that <laughs> didn't, didn't feel good, but yeah. But he was like, he got he got like all excited because man. You, I, and then I got I I tell a story of that to my boss, and he starts crying all the time. He goes, "Get away from me!" <laughs> he does, amen. He gets so emotional because God starts touching him, and I'm just sharing the love of God to them. I'm sharing what God can do in life. He goes, "Man, he's like." They think like I'm. Someone great, and I said, I'm not no one great. I'm just a man that loves God, and and I love God to use me to change lives. That's why I tell my job every time I'm here to make you better. If my job is to work here, it's to make you better. That's why I'm here. You may step into this church, you may whatever. All I know, I'm seed planting. God's going to bring the increase. Someone else is going to water it, but if I can plant a seed, I'm going to plant. I'm going to be like Johnny Appleseed. Some of you young people don't even know what that is. (laughs) The older folks know that, Johnny Appleseed, amen. Let's just plant seeds, church. That's who we are. We're seed planters. Come on, let let God get all the glory. I'm just planting seeds. If I can just plant seeds and say, God, God loves you, whatever it is, I'm planting a seed, man. God, you get all the glory. You, you get all, you get everything, church. I, 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 God, I want nothing. I'm just glad I'm, that you're using me to reach others. And that always brings love, always brings man happy. That, that guy hugging me and telling me that I walked away feeling good. I was like, yeah, praise the Lord. That's right, devil, you know. <laughs> I, I get excited. Amen. Because God is doing something in this house. Come on. God is doing something in our lives, church. Come on, let's all stand up. Come on, give him some praise. Hallelujah. Come on, if God is doing something in your life, come on, give him a shout. Amen. Come on, it's all right to give him a clap and say, God, uh, thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you for the game plan, Lord. Thank you for your faithfulness. Uh, thank you, Lord, that you are a consistent God. Uh, even when I fail, you're still good to me. Uh, even when I fall short, you're there. Uh, even when I say, God, forgive me, you do. God, he's a good God, church. He's a faithful God. Come on, we're going 23 years because of him. 23 years ago, we said this work would be different. As every pastor, they want a big church. I learned that, you know what, God, just give me big people. I just want big people. And I want people to plant seeds. Because out of this church, there's seeds planted all over the world right now. Because of the works that are going on here. And this church was going to bring people. And this was spoken over my wife and I. that this was, People will come in here from, from other places. And I would just be like a hospital to them. I'm not going to keep them, but redirect them. I mean, what, what we want to keep them. Other pastors, I want to keep these guys. No, I, I got to help fix them and release them and let them go back where they need to go back or whatever they need to do, passing through. God, God I just want to build people. I want to help people. I'm not looking for a big church. Amen. And we will grow, church, and we will be, and God will move in this place, amen. And we will one day plant churches out of this house, amen. That I believe because that's God's plan, amen. But let me tell you, I'm just here to build and release, build and release. Whether it's coming in and coming out, amen, I'm doing that. I'm speaking hope, I'm redirecting, and we're doing that. That's in Jesus, my name. New York, hallelujah. Come on. Boom. Redirected seed planted. That's what we do, church. So we can't get discouraged because we, they were here and where they go. Sometimes they're just grabbing a seed, and I'm just using the part to just plant a seed for them. That's where we got to stay focused. Stay focused. There are some men here to stay, and now it's time to grow. Come on, stop, stop being that little seed. You want to come out? And like, no, I want to come out. No, 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 sprout out. Let God use you. Like I said, I, 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 I can accept failure if you're trying, but if you're not even trying, I can't accept that. We got to step out and just do what God is telling us to do, and we learn along the way. Church, we're here to encourage one another. They say it's all right, church. It's all right, brothers. All right, sis, Maybe this wasn't it. It's was fine. With